to the Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition podcast, bringing you open and honest conversations about resources in Tuscarawas County. Now here's your host, Jody Salvo. Hi, this is Jody Salvo. Welcome to another Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition podcast. Today, I have two um, past guests, but great guests. Um, I just think they have a lot lot to share and a lot of impact on our community. Um, But today we're going to talk about a effort that's being launched here in Tuscarawas County on August 21st. It's Project Hope. This is our second annual Project Hope. And for those of you that live in Tuscarawas County, you might have remembered last year we had those big life-size silhouettes around the county, um, usually downtown city squares. Um, And Project Hope was in response to a significant amount of overdoses that we experienced in 2020. In fact, we had 30 lives lost to overdose in Tuscarawas County last year. And now we come into 2021 and we actually had our most deadly month um, due to overdose deaths in March of this year. Um, So we're really committed, the Anti-Drug Coalition, the uh, Addiction Task Force, um, to really to create awareness around addiction Um, to decrease stigma around substance use and addiction and to help people understand um, that there's hope, there's resources, there's help. So with all that being said, we're going to be launching Project Hope and um, Music on the Square on August 21st. And I'm just going to give you some background information before we jump in with Jess and Diane. Um, But I first want to promote Music on the Square. That's Chet Byers and his team. Um, a bunch of creatives that have just created a space once a month down in New Philadelphia, down at the square, where they bring in bands um, to really create a space for um, just recreation, music, people to connect. Um, but each month, starting last year, they have created spaces for organizations and efforts in our county around issues. So from human trafficking, uh, mental health awareness, substance use effort. So they've done a really great job because I think sometimes nonprofits, you know, we don't know how necessarily to connect with our community, but everyone connects around music. So they have this great event and they've created a space August 21st where the organizations they're um, promoting is the Anti-Drug Coalition and Addiction Task Force. But um, so they're doing the heavy lifting. People are coming for great bands, great music, great time. But they're allowing us to set up booths. So the members, organizations involved with Addiction Task Force and the Anti-Drug Coalition will be there. So Ohio Guidestone, Community Mental Health, Adams Board, recovery support programs like Celebrate Recovery, um, Southeast, like a lot of our agencies, the health department, Tuscarawas County Health Department, are going to be there um, just to share information and resources. But they also gave us the stage from 4 to before 5 o'clock um, where we're going to have an event um, where we're going to really launch Project Hope, that silhouette project to um, raise awareness about overdose and treatment options. Um, but there's a couple of things we're going to be doing. Jess, who we're going to introduce in a second, she's going to be sharing a recovery story during that event. And that's super helpful because, man, to watch someone come out on the other side of addiction and share a story of hope and recovery, I think is super helpful. 
And then we have Commissioner Landis that's going to be reading two proclamations on that day. Um, one on Overdose Awareness Day, which is August 21st, and the other one on um, National Recovery Month, which is in September. And that's super cool because both of those um, events, the things that we remember, are super helpful. And first, that we do want to remember people that we lost to overdose and and um, the loss that that is on our communities and in families. Um, National Recovery Month, just so we can celebrate and recognize um, life and recovery and how great that is. Um, so I love the fact that the commissioners will be there because it just kind of shows the leadership we have in the county. Um, but we're also going to have um, organizations highlight the resources they have. So with all that being said, I just wanted to say, what is Project Hope? Um, that, that is that effort. We're going to launch it August 21st at Music on the Square. So this is an invite right now for everyone to come out to that event, support uh, Music on the Square, and attend this event to support those that have lost some, someone and also support those in our recovery and find out about the resources in the community. So I know that's a lot. But with all that being said, maybe I'm going to jump to Jess first. You want to just tell us who you are, a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I'm Jess. I'm a mother of two, a 10-year-old and a two-year-old, um, a recovering heroin addict. I will have three years on August 16th. Woohoo! Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> yep. And my son turns two on August 17th. So so that'll be fun on August 21st, you'll be able to say. Yeah. Three years. Yep. That's awesome. Congrats. Thank you. And? And I'm Diane. I don't have a recovery story, <laughs> but I know what it's like to live with addiction. I do come from a family that there's five of us siblings. And here in March, I did lose one of my siblings to an overdose. So not only is the um, what I do professionally, but it's also personal. Okay. And uh, Diane, she does some great work on the community. And she's both on the Addiction Task Force and the Anti-Drug Coalition um, and she's here today because we are going to be recognizing National Overdose Awareness Month or Day, which is August 31st um, at City on the Square. But just helping people understand why that's so important that we recognize that. Diane, why is it important that we recognize National Overdose Awareness Day? You know, when I started this journey five years ago in November, it was something that my heart, I had the passion for. But the more I've got into it, the deeper the passion went. And then when I lost my brother to an overdose, it's like hitting a brick wall. You know, no matter how much you prepare for it, you're still not ready when it happens. And it makes you stop and step back and say, you know, the stigma of just let him die. That's somebody's brother. That's somebody's son. That is somebody's uncle, somebody's cousin, uncle, aunt, mother, daughter. That is somebody's somebody. And to say, just let them die, who are we? Yeah. You know, I never really thought of it in them terms, in that deep of a term, until I lost my brother. Okay. And so just let people remember, that is still somebody's somebody. Yeah. That takes my breath away every time I think about that. As a mom, I can't, honestly, I can't fathom losing a child, um, especially to addiction, when people, some people have negative views around addiction. And I think 
things like National Overdose Awareness Day helps us kind of put a face behind people that might be struggling with addiction. Um, it hopefully helps us understand the heart of those that have lost someone to addiction. Um, and it gives an opportunity to say, you know, things like naloxone, Project Dawn, overdose reversal medications, man, they're vitally important because then we look over at Jess and we see the possibilities in recovery. Yeah, and the thing I want to say is like, we start out our addictions with, we don't ever plan for it to end up where it ends up. You know, like for me, it started out fun. It really did. And then one day I woke up and I'm just like, oh crap, you know, like this is a problem. Um, and then you get to this point, just extreme hopelessness and helplessness and you don't know what to do. And there's like, you feel like there's no way out. And I actually, at the very end of my addiction, I have two unsuccessful suicide attempts because that's where I was at completely hopeless. There was no way out for me, but this is important because there is. Yeah. Yeah. So Jess, had you overdosed before? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you can really get behind, man. People need to understand naloxone. Um, yep. Because, yeah, if those people didn't bring me back, like, my son wouldn't be around, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. And, you know what, I love looking at Jess, um, and I'm just going to say, you're beautiful, you know? And I think sometimes people have ideas of what someone in addiction looks like, and um, it can be anybody. You know, it could be me, it could be you, it could be any of us, and... Again, someone's child, someone's mother. Um, so I think it's it's really neat to see someone on the other side of the addiction to understand if it wasn't for the overdose reversal medications, if it wasn't for people in the community supporting you, um, things could be very different, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. Um, what do we want to talk about? How about, what do you want to share when you're at this stage on the 21st? Um, I hate public speaking, but it's you important. You won't by the time Jody gets done with you. <laughs> Just letting you know. But I kind of, in a way, feel like it's my duty as a recovering, surviving drug addict that I get up here and let the community know and suffering addicts that it is possible and... I mean, I was there. I, I mean, it was low. I ended up in Heartland because of my suicide attempts. Um, but, yeah, like I said, it is possible. Yeah. You just have to get that group behind you, find something that you're passionate about, and just go for it. And just, yeah. So have you seen a lot of change in the way the community views addiction in the last three or four years? Yeah. I mean, it's... I'm not ashamed to say I'm a drug addict, you know, that I'm in recovery because like you really don't, I haven't really gotten sh shamed by it. You know, like right. my bosses know and they're, they were like, when they hired me, I was like, I, cause I was supposed to speak at project hope last year, okay. but it got canceled. And she's like, do you need anything off? And I'm like, yes, I need to stay off. I'm speaking. I'm a recovering drug addict. And she was just, they're more welcoming, you know? Awesome. Well, and I, I love asking that question because I would say three or four years ago, there was a lot more stigma mm -hmm. around addiction. And one of the reasons for Project Hope is because if we can break the stigma around addiction, it helps people not feel so hopeless or isolated 
you know, it's probably much harder when there's stigma around something to say, I need help, as opposed to when the community saying, hey, you know, what do you need? How can we help? How can we support you? So, you know, I think that's one of the beautiful things of Pro- Project Hope. It brings that awareness in the same with National Overdose Awareness Day. Well, you know, when I started this journey five years ago, it was hard because that's when the heroin epidemic first really started. And it was not very well. It wasn't welcomed at all. You didn't talk about it. Yeah. I, I remember my very first event, and that's when I met Jody. And it was an event that was held in Eurexville, and I heard so much backlash. It was, that's a big city drug. That's not in our little town. How dare you say that that drug's here? And to set all these years later and to be able to get up and talk to people and say, you know, I lost a, my brother. And here, I'm sorry. Yeah. You wouldn't have heard that five years ago. You would have heard, well, there's just another druggie off the street. Yeah. And it, it has, there's still a lot of work to do, but people are more accepting to it. I just wish that people were more accepting than Narcan. It saved you. I, thank God every day it did. I wish it could have saved my brother. Unfortunately, it didn't. But I can stand up. I, I do teach kids starting in fourth grade, and I can tell them, kids, you know what? It is out there. And you don't hate that person because they're on drugs. You hate the drug. Yeah. And I can honestly stand up there and say that because, unfortunately, two days after my brother overdosed, I went right back into the school and started teaching the kids. And they knew it's a small town. And I didn't lie to them. I'm like, yes, you know, Mrs. D did lose somebody. And I had to explain it to them. And now when I talk to parents, I'm like, you might be against Narcan, but we're not God. We're not God. What would you do if your grandkid or your niece or your young kid picked something up off the street and it was laced? That's the society that we live in. Better to be safe than sorry. Yeah, thanks, Diane. Um, so let me just ask you, have you been to Music on the Square yet? No, because I have to work every single ah. Saturday. It's going on, but I request it off. So awesome. <laughs> hey, I just wanted to, again, shout out to Shetsville, Chet Byers and his team. I think it's so fun to have places where we can recreate and have fun, free of substances. You know, there's just a lot of music opportunities to hang out. So um, I just really want to encourage people to come experience just a way that we can recreate and have fun, have great music. Um, support those that have lost persons as we take that time to have a moment of silence and remember those that we've lost and to, to just pray for families that are still struggling because those holes don't ever go away, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a neat opportunity. But also, if you show up that day, we're going to have booths and resources and announcements of what those are. And people can get their free naloxone, their um, Project Dawn overdose reversal medication at that event. You can get drug deactivation bags. You can get information on that new Hope Line, a one number to call if you need help with addiction services for yourself or for a loved one. Um, So just even learning about the resources we have, there's going to be tables um, from recovery support programs. So, you know, if you're in recovery, you can't do life in isolation. So what are the programs out there? What 
and you're part of the county. So we'll have different programs throughout the county that will be there. So um, I just want to encourage people to come. Thank Chetsville and his uh, Chet Byers and all his team for creating a space. Um, join in the efforts just to break the stigma around addiction, help people find the resources they need, and share information about Project Hope. Because I think the more we share that information, um, it's helpful for people to say, hey, our community leaders are behind this. Our commissioners there, and they care, and our mayors are in support of this. That's why Project Hope's in the community. Um, because at the end of the day, we live in a great county with great leadership, who value each and every resident. And this is one way that we can really show people that we care and help them get the help they need. And, you know, as you're driving around Tuscarawas County, look for those silhouettes. They're just looking at the silhouettes and reading what's on them is powerful enough. So tell us just real quick, what are the, what's on the silhouette? You'll have a set of three silhouettes. The yellow silhouettes is an adult with two children, and it has the words on it, there's always hope which brings us back to our hope line number and there is always hope out there. Then you have a gray silhouette. The gray silhouettes will be done per um, individual cities in Tuscarawas County and they will represent the total number of overdoses that happen just in the first six months. So you got to remember that's just from January to June 31st. In their city. In their city. For an example, off the top of my head, I know the Twin Cities alone has had 22 overdoses in six months. New Phillies, I think. Was so like, those are just, I'm going to clarify real quick. Those are not overdose deaths. That's, there were overdoses overdose. that were reported in the first six months, 22 in the Twin City area. Yeah. And I think Philly was like 44, 45. I don't know off the top of my head. But then you'll have a black silhouette that will represent the total number of overdose deaths in Tuscarawas County in the first six months. So when you drive around and you see those numbers, even if it's just the gray ones, and you see 22 in the Twin Cities, 44 in New Philly, three in Port Washington, don't quote me on those numbers. But when you see those numbers and... If you actually drive around and you add them up, it's a lot of overdoses in six months' time. Yeah. And then when you see the deaths, how many more deaths could it have been if it wouldn't have been sure, for Narcan? Sure, absolutely. And then in addition, where you see those silhouettes, there's going to be a yard sign that has the Hope, Hope line, line number. number there. So, you know, what we want people to do is you're driving around the county to just kind of take in the impact of substance use on our communities really understand like it's taking lives that's 22 brothers sisters aunts uncles just in one little in area. One area and then you see the deaths and you realize how many people that have has impacted and yet you see that yell and you know okay there's hope i mean we see jess sitting in front of us and we can see someone that is in recovery and i'm confident your worst in recoveries better than what your best day in addiction was right yeah for sure I mean it, it's not my life's not perfect I have bad days that I get overwhelmed you know I've two kids we all do. <laughs> I was just telling you sometimes I cry in my shower alone but yeah nothing that I've been through has made me think you know well let's take a trip up to Canton and get high you know yeah. so and that's the difference today and how it changed my life and I gotta ask you I hear this so much did you wake up one day and say, you know what? I think today's the day I want to be an addict. 
Nope. Like I said, um, yeah, it, that wasn't in my plans. I talked to you last time about I was in nursing school when I became addicted to heroin. So it just, you know, it happens and you don't even realize it. And, and then you don't know how to get out of it. You're yeah. in it. And, and wouldn't then you, have you love to have the hope line back then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's powerful though, to yeah. hear someone in recovery say, I didn't plan it. Yeah. And that's what we People hear. Need to know. Yeah, yeah. We hear that every day. Well, that was their choice to come an addict or to become addicted to something. And it's, so it's like not no one's choosing choice. this. Yeah. yeah, you know, they didn't wake up and say that. And I think it's powerful to hear someone in recovery say, "Look, I didn't choose this." Yep. But today, I totally believe it is a choice. You know, like I'm sober. I got my head on straight. Oh, yeah. For the yeah. Most part. So if you go back, it is your choice to go yeah. back to it. But and originally, you didn't. Oh, absolutely not. No. Yeah. Yep. Well, listen. I thank you both. Um, I thank. Um, Music on the Square for allowing a space. I'm really going to encourage you one more time to come out on August 21st at 4 o'clock. Come see Jess and I because Jody's not going to be around. <laughs> <laughs> so come see us and say hi to us. Yeah. Say hi to our peer support yep. um, personnel that's going to be there, Kathy. Yep, we'll have speakers from the stage. Commissioners will be there. Proclamation, get some resources, tell other people. Um, just come out and have fun. Um, and join us in this effort. I love that event too, because I have a lot of sober friends on Facebook, even though I haven't been able to go like they're, okay. they're, they post stuff every month about it. So it's a great thing for sober people to go to and have fun, you know? Awesome. Yeah. Yay. Well, listen, thanks again so much. I appreciate being here and guys, I hope to see you. Actually, I'm not going to be there on the 21st. I hope you see these guys on the 21st. Hey, everyone. Thanks a lot. Catch us next week on another podcast with the Anti-Drug Coalition. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition podcast. Please follow us on Facebook and visit our website at adctusk.org.